Hello everyone. Welcome to my first ever episode on the Marketing Kida. As I promised that every week I would have one marketing guru, one marketing rockstar whose story needs to be heard. कहानी तो सबकी होती है मगर कुछ कहानियां ऐसी होती हैं जो दिलों को छू जाती हैं कुछ लोग ऐसे होते हैं जो अपने काम से अपने हार्ड वर्क से दे मेक अ ह्यूज डिफरेंस and amongst those such people i have my favorite one with me as a guest tonight for my first ever episode a passionate marketer a successful icon expert in content marketing a linkedin hero and extremely humble and helpful human being jinse i have lots and lots to learn kartik subramanian hi kartik welcome to the marketing kita podcast and thanks a ton for joining me here today hi mayank nice to meet you man bahut bahut dhanyawad for your uh, intro and I'm not sure if I deserve that uh, intro but yeah thank you so much for having me on the show trust me you certainly do that you certainly do <laughs> thank you man so we are going to have some fun conversation tonight and sure. I'm quite anxious because this is uh, my first podcast hmm. and I uh, know uh, I hope to have a lot of fun uh, conversation with you tonight badhiya shuru karte hain great so sure. um, Uh, moving on to the very first question i believe every person in this world has a story hmm. and since you yourself are a story lover i want all the listeners of this podcast to hear your story yeah sure sure so i was born in mumbai uh, brought up in kolkata uh, did all my studies in kolkata after graduation way back uh, 18 years back almost uh, i headed out of home and uh, ever since then uh, i have been living outside my home so there are different cities in india that have been my home so i started my career working for an equity research company called ubs uh, they had their offshore unit in hyderabad that's where i started my work and before that i did a few shorter stints so joined in hyderabad where i was with this equity research firm uh, we used to cover some of the large cap us software companies so microsoft autodesk adobe these were some of the companies that we used to track and we used to write uh, thematic research reports in the sense where uh, people with large amounts of money especially hedge funds used to come and buy these ideas from us and invest in these companies so we better be we had to be good at what uh, what analysis we put out so that was fun that was interesting but i kind of burnt out inside two and a half three years because it's very intensive you need to be switched on even through weekends through holidays but that was a good learning experience after the financial crisis of 2008 cognizant uh, had acquired the offshore uh, business unit of uh, ubs and so we all became part of cognizant right so there uh, i was working in different research roles 2014 i moved from hyderabad to chennai because my family had moved down so i had to move along with them and uh, that was one of my biggest breaks in terms of marketing uh, i realized that i loved writing yes research when you're in research you need to write a bit I write a lot not a bit when i landed the role uh, with cognizant Uh, that was a real godsend for me simply because cognizant has a close to 2 billion dollar horizontal which is the uh, quality engineering and assurance unit uh, otherwise known as testing software testing so that pans across verticals pans across healthcare manufacturing uh, aerospace and a lot of these verticals so so we were a horizontal so we cut across all these verticals and i worked in the uh, marketing team for this for this uh, software testing unit and cognizant apparently has one of the largest testing practices it testing practices in the world so it was a huge opportunity enjoyed a lot so a lot of my work there was about thought leadership working with uh, leaders in the in the horizontal to figure out what are the themes that we are going to go after in that particular year uh what are the themes that we're going to write what are the themes uh, what are the research reports 
that we are going to uh, publish that year for that uh, for that for that vertical and also organize events and that's where i learned about so so i was maybe you can call me a recluse a lot, few years back but that's where i realized that you know i love networking i love talking to people and um, it all's well that ends well right right and then um, i briefly worked with uh, accenture for a year that was it was again in thought leadership but uh, so when i had moved out of uh, cognizant some of my friends had started uh, this startup called paper flight uh, right. it was uh, it was a wonderful opportunity to join them and make uh, create something beautiful um, so i joined them there and it was a wonderful stint for me i enjoyed it thoroughly simply because there were a lot of things that we created from scratch uh, mm-hmm. so the luxury that you have in a large it firm as you probably acknowledge my you yourself have seen you've been working in some really big companies the luxury that you have is uh, everything is well settled you don't have to worry about a thing uh, the website is done the marketing channels are done the leads are coming in there's nothing to worry about but uh, in a startup no especially the bootstrap ones especially the ones that have raised a little money but but they are going for the big one uh, there everything has to be set up from scratch the website the lead generation the content the biggest content the team has to be hired the culture has to be very carefully nurtured so that was a wonderful stint uh, enjoyed it thoroughly and 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 yeah so so now i'm working for a sports analytics company called uh, sports mechanics i'm working in the marketing team there so we work with a lot of clients in the uh, performance analysis space and i'm thoroughly enjoying it so wow. that's uh, my story yeah that's that's a journey actually <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Bilkul. With lots of learning. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And if you look at it, I was just thinking about that. Itna kuch dekha, itna kuch experience kiya, but I feel uh, I feel uh, you know, uh, marketing if it had happened earlier to me, like if someone had told me that you know, marketing is a more exciting thing. So this so th- this is a thing it it never clicks you until you go and search it and you go and search for it you go and figure it out yourself it never happens to you so right i still feel a lot of the people with whom i work they probably really talented and probably are fit for something much different in their lives but yeah uh, right. so that's how it goes yeah what i think is it's a passion in, inside you which brings you on on that platform where you see yourself as a marketer i started myself as a as a sales guy with with radio platform and mm-hmm. in those 5 years uh, the kind of content we created the kind of properties we you know you know innovated campaigns we created for the for the brands that just kicks you within and you move on to creating such such innovative things for the brands you work on in future correct that actually brings me to the second question i had for you mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. what's that thing which you wish you had known uh, you know when you began your career the one thing if you ask me if i had known was if someone had told me that you know things about marketing art so this is how it is so i see a lot of people uh, interact with a lot of people in my daily life and some of them are really starting their careers 22 year olds you know i really wish you know i could go back then because the kind of exposure that they are having uh, that they have so back then the internet was not all this developed and all i remember my brother coming back home one day in 1997 he used he's he's senior to me by 5 years so he came back and he said you know what i've got an email id for myself i was like wondering what is an email id <laughs> I, i so yeah if you want to call it primitive yes it was primitive so i wish the thing called marketing you know it's it's really not about the technology or anything it's more about how you grow yourself as a marketer how you develop skills for a marketer i wish i had known it back then it would have been good and then so i had written about this and this was one of my really personal experiences so i love uh, 
I love the armed forces. Okay, I'm a big fan of the armed forces. I'm a big fan of the Indian Army, the Air Force, and the uh, the Indian Air Force and the uh, the Navy, Indian Navy. I mean, I get real goosebumps uh, every time I see Sukhoi or a, or a, or a naval uh, ship. Uh, and I was training for it when I was uh, in college. I, I used to do the drills. I used to make sure that I run close to 10 kilometers every day. And I took the CDS, uh, the Combined Defence Services exam. in 2002 but uh, what happened is uh, i i did get a call from the army but uh, so in the in, in the interim i had i had interacted with a few of my seniors who told me that i stood no chance to get into the army simply because i i, I mean i had a power i had power in my eyes so uh, yes. it was minus uh, close to 2.5 so they said the tolerance was somewhere around 0.25 to minus 0.25 to 0.5 minus 0.5 range so i was devastated so i knew but but later on i realized that you know you had uh, probably i could have you know exercised or there are ways to develop your eyesight naturally to actually right. go <laughs> things you really wish and and this is a fact that i realized literally about 3 months back you know i was talking to somebody and that person told me hey you know what you, you never you never need to you don't need to do that so that was uh, it was really bad man i really wish i still wish you know i have friends in the army and i'm so so proud of them every time i talk to them yeah you and i have friends there and i really really respect them the kind yeah. of sacrifices they make for the self for the country for their families yeah unparalleled man i, I cannot believe uh, really uh, all my respect and regard for for the for the guys out there yeah mm-hmm. so people do often talk about their successes in life but you no know, there's one question which i wanted to ask you is what is your biggest failure and what did you learn from it so mayank if you ask me about my failure <laughs> I have had quite a lot of them, but uh, there's one thing. If you ask me, if you were to ask me to point it out to one thing, I would say um, is the fact that uh, you know uh, there are times when I don't complete a thing that I picked up. That to me is a continuing failure. So I am learning lessons every day. Uh, I am learning lessons every time I do that, and uh, that hurts me a lot. So so back then, back in the day uh, uh, when I was in Hyderabad, so I have this. Uh, I don't know what you want to call me, but I love uh, foreign languages so I've studied uh, uh, Japanese to a fairly decent level too uh, so I can converse I can talk I can write uh, in Japanese uh, but oh, then that's, that's brilliant yeah but <laughs> but uh, but I wish I had really carried it till the end because uh, I have completed the intermediate level there are two just two more levels for me maybe probably if I put in another couple of years or 3 years I'm sure that you know I can complete that so it's a sense of it's it's not for any uh, commercial thing or any money earning money out of it or anything but i feel it's a sense of fulfillment and accomplishment uh, that i want to tell myself you know what i can crack this i can do this uh, and i love because i love the japanese culture uh, i've never been to japan but i have i have quite a few japanese friends and i talk to them often and uh, i cannot um, uh, think of a better country uh, or a better better kind of people than the japanese simply because they are the only nation to have been attacked by a nuclear weapon to see them so much resilient and and the kind of culture i read so much about them so so yeah i mean <laughs> a part of me still wants me to be there but uh, that's okay uh, i think if you ask me about my failure one of my biggest failures is not being able to take things to completion so now i am consciously making an attempt if i'm beginning something i want to make sure that i complete it it could be a book it could be a blog that i'm reading it could be anything um, so i'm making a conscious attempt every day to tell myself stop procrastinating and stop uh, don't stop anything that you've begun finish it and then move on to the next so yeah maybe maybe i should call it that way yeah and i think maybe the next podcast i record with you again would be <laughs> <laughs> i hope i do that mayank man someday surely
I also uh, did an elementary of the very first level uh, of learning Japanese language. Mm-hmm. So all I remember is Vata Shiva Mayang Sagar. This. Hi, so this day. Maybe behind. Uh... <laughs> yeah, very nice, very nice, very very well said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's such a lovely language, man. And lovely yeah, people. People are lovely. I what all I've heard and read about them, they're fantastic people. So disciplined. Yeah. So right from yeah. the start, they 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 teach their kids uh, how to even clean their classroom. Mm-hmm. And people stay like that the entire life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Good of them. Exactly. And never seen them in any kind of you know controversies as a country. with their leaders they don't really stand up in any kind of controversies across the globe mm. you mm. never see them doing that mm. that's something exactly. very good about them yeah yeah i mean uh, so so uh, uh, i read i read a lot about the japanese rural life and uh, so japan is facing a crisis of sorts in the sense like uh, there aren't enough uh, people out there in the rural areas in the rural fields to work on the agriculture so because people everybody wants to go to tokyo or or nagoya or or you know some of the developed cities uh, to for for work because everybody is after technology there in japan so so right. Jap- so i have even heard of uh, schemes where the japan government is inviting people giving them free land you know you can oh. go and work there so, yeah so so the, the so i used to think that maybe you know i should just uh, hone up my agricultural or gardening skills <laughs> and see if i can try a hand there so Um, yeah. yeah, but but yeah, lovely too. I, even I've been that. I've been you uh, know putting a lot of uh, plants up in my balcony. I think I should take that seriously and <laughs> let's, let's go there together. <laughs> that also particularly um, is a very sound advice from you. <laughs> <That> I <should laughs> yeah, also, I mean, you no, know, I should also take things up seriously. You know, I also need to finish a lot of things. I'm exactly I'm starting a lot of things together. I'm putting my hands on a lot of things, but I need really take them to to the end. You know, I need yeah, to move them somewhere. That's that's great. Yeah. And moving on to the advices, I think uh, if somebody wants to pursue a career like you, what what advice would you would you give give to him or her? Yeah, uh, good question. Uh, really good question. I think my um, so today there's so much of uh, distraction, right? Uh, so while the younger, so so yeah, I can I can call them the younger generation because I'm. almost 40 but uh, i would tell somebody who's who's starting their career in 22 early 20s is that create a brand for yourself is the company that you work for the position that you work for the table that you're going to sit the chair that you're going to sit is not going to be there forever i mean the manager that you work for nothing lasts forever everything is uh, so I, i might be a bit philosophical but that is the reality of life uh, and i've experienced it really really hard in the sense that you know the because you put in so much of effort into a a boss versus subordinate relationship you hope that this person this mentor is going to be there forever you hope that this company is going to pay you this much forever you know you you create this this artificial bubble for yourself but then yeah. you realize that you know those are all ephemeral things those are all very transient things you're going to it's going to burst some day and and that day you're going to be really hit really hard but what if you created a personal brand for yourself what if you were to post something post meaningful things on linkedin every day yeah. or or whatever platform you are comfortable in i'm not saying linkedin is only whatever platform people are comfortable yeah. maybe an artist is good in acting maybe he could he or she could post things on youtube or or on instagram whatever wherever he or she is comfortable but today it's about content uh, today it's about standing out differentiating yourself i've seen so many careers blossom just because they put uh, 
their uh, uh, their recipes out on youtube so yeah. there's so many people who are making a career for it. so i i really feel please please guys go ahead and 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 create a brand for yourself uh, be known for something uh, you don't have to be known for a hundred things but be known just for that one thing and go deep explore it as much as you want be a student all all your life and i think that's how all of us will develop otherwise we'll just be uh, uh, we'll just be exper- we'll just be experiencing taking life as it comes uh, instead of really you know living it the way we want yeah so that's I the advice i would give mang totally agree with you completely agree with you in fact i have learned this pretty late i mm. i i realized it at a year that that i really need to create a brand out of whatever i do i used to blog for microsoft it is almost 6 mm. years back mm. and i never really mm. took it forward and mm-hmm. where i see today is people who started blogging along with me in the same genre are really really doing so well right now they've created a niche out of themselves they are everywhere they are on radio these days they are they are on on board with a lot of telecom companies uh, doing their pr doing their promotion so i really feel that in fact i also didn't pursue that and that's a that's a learning for me as well that i mm-hmm. if i would have taken that seriously today i would have been somewhere else but that's that's yeah. that's, uh, that's life that's how you learn that's yeah. what that's what i started today <laughs> with you yeah yeah uh, yeah at least you made made a beginning for yourself so yeah that's a great yeah. piece of advice so anybody who's listening to this podcast today that's the best advice you can ever get from anyone no, really really <laughs> you need to listen to it again <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um, moving on to the next question is the kind yeah. of resources you know we as marketers we use a lot of resources in our daily life researching for keywords doing you know when we search for content we search for headlines what headlines works best with what kind of content what are those best resources you know which have helped you uh, you know along the way um mike so another great question but uh, if you were to really ask me to point a finger mike more than resources i'll try and answer it this way i think it's about uh, switching on the ability to continuously learn that's the only way a marketer will become a true marketer in the in the, in the truest form now by learning i mean learnings can happen in so many different ways learnings can happen by going through the comments of a linkedin post there is i, I feel sometimes more than the original post on linkedin you fee, you find gold inside uh, the comments that people have posted they give you so many deep insights so 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 i think it's about Uh, experiencing experiencing things from different angles i am not saying don't watch netflix or don't watch uh, your favorite series that you're so much addicted to please watch it because that that helps you relax that helps you switch off and and you know uh, do that but i feel the learning aspect should always be on so from if you would ask me to you know put it really granularly i would say there are a few blogs that i love uh, going to one of them is uh, and and this has given me a lot of uh, value i personally have learned a lot and that is uh, so there is this website called backlinko b a c k l i n k o backlinko.com that is by a person called brian dean brian brian started off like all of us early in his career but he is really made a good career for himself just by blogging there's so much you can learn about marketing just by going to back you know zillions of blogs he just has about i think close to about 50 or 80 odd but he makes sure that every blog you spend about close to 30 minutes reading it but there's so much value it's it's extremely value packed and you don't want to literally leave it finished reading it so that's wow. one resource that i will really recommend to everybody from a blog perspective definitely that's that's a start so that's that should be a that should be a great start and wow. then uh, there are certain personalities like this company called uh, ahrefs 
A H R E F S. Uh, it's a Singapore Singapore based company. They are in the uh, SEO space. Anybody listening to this who wants to develop a digital marketing career, wa- want wants to become a digital marketer, I recommend them to please go and visit A H R E F S. They're doing a fabulous job in terms of uh, you know narrating a story. Uh, so after all, we all of us live for stories, correct? So yeah. I I really feel that people should read these two websites, uh, books. I mean, I think just read any book that you can lay your hands on. Uh, my young, it doesn't have to be necessarily marketing because obviously I don't want to be sounding too heavy uh, on marketing because the more you read about different genre of books like psychology or or, or biographies, I feel. Uh, you develop as a person you you become you you are lost in that world and then you and you become really good uh, when you read uh, read those books. so from from fr- in terms of biographies uh, i love uh, I, i i loved uh, richard branson's biography please include this uh, nelson mandela's uh, biography is a real treat uh, you will not feel like keeping that book down because he narrates his entire struggle from the first time he started fighting uh, for for freedom against uh, against the apartheid movement in south africa until he finally walks away from robben island right. as a free prisoner right to becoming the prime minister there i mean it's really such beautiful books uh, so I, i think these are books that have really helped me uh, sometimes i've even gone back to uh, read them twice thrice just to make sure that i got the meaning correctly so uh, and then there's one final book uh, mayank uh, i really have to tell this because that really uh, cast i i was in a trance after reading it and that is this book called desert flower and this is by a former fashion model her name is uh, varis diri mm-hmm. uh, this th- it's a biography on her life on how she ran away from home uh, she was a part she, she belonged to a nomadic family in the southern part of africa she ran away from her family became a model and then it's it's about so much about her life and deep experiences so i loved her so i think biographies teach you a lot uh, they tell you about the deepest stories that people have about themselves so uh, the biographies biographies of uh, ian botham as a cricketer and things like that I, i always fall in love with biographies but yeah so so yeah i'll stop there <laughs> otherwise i'll keep going on <laughs> no no you you can you can completely you know it's it's i'm making a list of these uh, no, i will also go ahead and read them now <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely you should yeah never i loved uh, doing these man i mean these biographies i think uh, if people are uh, looking for that portion in a day where you can really switch off and and that 30 minutes is just for you i would really suggest please look out for these biographies because they give a glimpse into their lives into the people because you can never meet anderson mandela or you can probably i don't know if you have the chance you can probably still go and meet elon musk or a jeff bezos yeah. but reading about these biographies of uh, or the stories is like huge that's the closest that you can ever get to know about their personalities yeah true that and in fact uh, while i was doing my recent uh, course from university of california davis uh, mm-hmm. they basically quote this as one of the one of the you know the first source of uh, successful copywriting is, are these books that yeah. they are written the way they uh, make people glued to them till the time until the moment the book is finished that's the most successful way of you know anybody writing good content hmm. if you can make hmm. somebody be glued to the entire book numerous hmm. pages you you've hmm. done your job hmm. and yes yeah. these books are amazing so in fact i've made a list now so all these three books are in the queue for me as well so i used yeah. to keep reading i in <laughs> i t- no till my till my last job almost three three and a half years back i used to hate reading and then slowly and slowly i started reading i picked up one a couple of more 
and now now i've got a you know gone got into a habit of re- at least making sure that i and i finish a few books and like i do of my own so that that's what i'm going to do now i made a list of these three books and definitely that they are on my they are on my list to read next yeah absolutely absolutely go fetch them do it today tell me one thing they you know behind all these stories behind all successful people there are people who've been very influential uh, in your life you know they've been helpful they've been they sometimes act as mentor they they are your life guides uh, you know can you mention about such three or four people who've been there for you you know who've been most influential you know, in your life so far good question so so i did talk to you about uh, personalities i did talk to you about legends that who i have grown up observing reading uh, noticing but i think uh, if you ask me questions and ask me to point out people who have really uh, ha- uh, who 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 had a deep impact on me i think i'll talk about people who i have uh, i have been in close proximity to because I-, i cannot obviously quote somebody who i have never met so first personality that i'll go with is my dad i think he's had a deep impact on my personality so his way of uh, his nature of being frugal living within your means you know saving up for the rainy day and and his journey uh, from from being uh, from 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 the remotest part of india deep down south to having a good family supporting us and then teaching us instilling values in us and striving hard for the family ensuring that we get the best of education and all that i think uh, in many ways he's uh, in 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 lot of ways and probably in most ways he's my hero uh, i i still feel that you know uh, whatever i am doing for my child today uh, a lot of it has to be the credit goes to him so i was reading this uh, uh, inspirational thing uh, not an, i don't know whether you call it inspirational so uh, the basketball player uh, called kobe bryant who passed away some time back three or four months back right i'm yeah. sure you would have heard of it uh, so kobe bryant was playing in his first match uh, in nba uh, that was his debut match and that was incidentally also Michael Jordan's last farewell match so Kobe Bryant asked uh, Michael Jordan a lot of tips so Michael has has had a lot of uh, influence on this Kobe's career so Kobe says that uh, you know whatever he tells the world he used to say this uh, when when you know whatever i tell the world what i am going to tell you is all from Michael Jordan so i'm only a medium it's from him to you so i'm only transferring his thoughts and his his feelings to you so i think that's what we are doing right uh, from from our parents or grandparents or or you know uncles or the extended family we we have our own heroes and we are just transferring we are absorbing we are permeating that to the next generation right so i think that's one that's the that's so my dad is my my biggest hero that's number one number two is uh, so there was a teacher in school i was one in one of my lowest points of my career um, I, i was really in the dumps i didn't know what to do didn't have a lot of friends to you know uh, have a shoulder and, and you know help me out there uh, it was i i still cannot think of those days but uh, there was this teacher who used to be a lot very cheerful so he used to teach us english and later on uh, in class 10 he taught us history uh, and then i still cannot forget even after close to 25 years some of the lessons he taught us uh, some of the notes that he used to dictate and we used to write furiously uh, just just by listening to him he was a huge impact the way he conducted himself the way he spoke to us and he was instantly uh, from delhi uh, he he studied in delhi but but uh, deep a deep a deep intense person extremely intense person extremely well read so i still respect him a lot so his name is mr amit das gupta so amit sir if you are you know if there is any any remote is possibly if you are listening to it i have real tears in my eyes thank you so much for all that you've done to me 
so that's the uh, second personality uh the third personality mayank if you were to ask me so i i i'll say uh, i'll say i'll just call it a person because i really have so many friends but uh, i'll say i'll i'll put it down to the the best friends that i've had so over the last 4 or 5 months uh, so much has happened uh, or rather so much has not happened in our lives because we've not been able to get out of homes but uh, this is also a good chance uh, for so many of us to get back to those friends those long lost friends aunts uncles uh, cousins brothers sisters uh, whom we've not ever contacted we've not bothered to you know say hi in our busy lives probably they were also busy but that's fine we are still humans right i think uh, so in this uh, in this period there's so many friends i got in touch with so that will be the third personality that i point to because i grew up with them uh, they're probably as old as me or maybe slightly older than me but awesome moments spent in school <laughs> so yeah i think that's the third personality so those are the three uh, personalities my that i would call Yeah. call upon so in fact i'll make sure your um, history teacher somewhere you now we will try and <laughs> send this to him somehow yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely so where does he live he still lives in delhi or is he is he, has he moved? no he uh, he he lives in kolkata and uh, he lives there and uh, he he's now retired he must be more than 60 now uh-huh. uh but the thing is so so there so th- this is a thing about the this is a problem that we live in right i mean on his birthday a lot of his students wish him so he's getting about close to 800000 wishes on his birthday so when i wish him <laughs> it's probably buried somewhere deep he's probably not has the energy nor uh, or not the uh, ability to look for my message and reply me but i know he's still uh, you know he's there for us he's there for me a fabulous person so these are the people who shape your uh, uh personality man i think yeah, true true uh, yeah no can't agree more yeah yeah absolutely so in fact uh, i remember so i have a very special person in my life apart from me as my mm-hmm. parents have always been there and mm-hmm. but professionally uh, there's one person who i always look up to um uh, mm-hmm. was my boss at red fm um she is currently with big fm these days she's the national head there but most of my life decisions i've always asked her a lot of questions i was pretty new when i joined media you know she was the one who interviewed me at red fm as well so from that those 10 you know 10 years back till today uh, we we still party together we still travel together and she's been she's been there always so in fact she's the one who decided the date of my marriage also because she had to manage the meetings and the, the calendar for herself oh so nice so nice But, so nice of you it's been you know 10 10 long years i've known her and she's still there so it's I, she's just a call away so I, in fact i need any suggestion even before starting this podcast i called her up and said today i'm going to start going to record my first uh, episode and uh, she said don't be nervous kar lega tu yaar कर लेगा तू तो रेडियो पे जाके बोल जाता है इसमें क्या है तू फोन पे तो बात कर रहा है दैट्स हाउ स्वीट शी इज सो इफ राशि यू आर लिसनिंग टू दिस पॉडकास्ट यू नो आई यू यू आर द स्पेशल वन फॉर मी नो मूविंग ऑन टू मूविंग ऑन टू मार्केटिंग या देयर सो मेनी रूल्स व्हिच पीपल हैव क्रिएटेड बट देयर आल्सो एग्जिस्ट सर्टेन मिथ्स अराउंड मार्केटिंग इज देयर एनी वन स्पेसिफिक मिथ यू वांट टू डीबंक okay i i think that's a great question and and i think there is a myth with everything so there is a myth uh, that you know you cannot pour lime juice uh, you cannot squeeze out a lemon in hot water but i still feel that's a myth you can still actually do that there's nothing that's going to happen yeah. but uh, with marketing i think one biggest 
myth is uh, when you when you are part of a large company or when you're part of a small company people always tell you you know what go and try everything they're going to tell you uh, try all channels try paid channel or paid bhi kar lo organic bhi kar lo inorganic bhi kar lo uh, blogging kar lo podcasting kar lo community kar lo har cheez matlab koi bhi cheez chhodo mat hamesha karte raho har cheez kuch na kuch utha ke karte raho yes i agree you need to hustle you need to um, you need to keep moving you need to do something that you need to keep uh, always moving in a direction but the problem when you do all these channels is one is you get exhausted number 1 number 2 yeah. is uh, you don't really uh, figure out what channel is working for you because the problem is you are likely to give up even before you experience success on one channel and success will not come in any of these channels unless you are at it consistently day in day out you're doing it 3 months 6 months okay. so this used to happen to me uh, i used to blog and for close to 3 to 6 months i never saw a single person come on the blog uh, every time i opened the google analytics report i saw zero visits it was very frustrating but then i slowly realized that only when you tried your hand at something uh, only when you tweaked it only when you changed a certain portion of it you realize that blogging is working blogging yeah, is working so true. my biggest uh, the biggest myth that i want to debunk is please guys those of you who are starting off those of you who are trying off different trying different things do not put all everything uh, do not try ev- going everywhere pick one channel uh go after it full steam and uh, if it and, and you will experience success at it there is no way you can't be successful but be patient to stick around with it until you get your success yeah. and uh, once you once you figured it out let's say close to 80 85 90% you know you've done your job the you you can never figure it out 100% but unless you you reached like as close to uh, being a master as possible then you start with the next one so maybe you've done you've done a lot of blogs you've experienced success with it maybe it's time to pass it on to someone who's who can do it then pick up uh, let's say podcasting or then pick up let's say uh, events yeah so so i think uh, my this is such a valuable question such a meaningful question and uh, so many people tend to oversee this uh, mayank people starting in their careers people who 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 doing marketing day in day out and whether you work for a big company small company they always keep telling you kar lo kar lo ye bhi kar lo wo bhi kar lo blogging kar lo inorganic kar lo paid bhi aap kar lo har cheez everything don't leave any stone any stone unturned until you figure out but mayank deep down i feel that that is not correct if you ask me i think i'll always still say that figure out one channel figure out that one thing that works for you right so it could be you could start off with blogging you could start off with things that you're good at for example you're good at networking you can you can start off with an event strategy or if you are starting off with uh, let's say uh, something around backlinking or around building backlinks do it yeah. because that, that that's still uh, a huge uh, huge thing if you don't have backlinks uh, google won't ever recognize you correct so my my only thing is don't go for that in the sense like until you fully tested one channel until you fairly tested yourself enough uh, fairly you are convinced that you've explored as many facets as you wanted please don't uh, move away from it uh, it could be gathering testimonials from people and publishing it on your website that still right. adds so much especially in the b2c space and b2b space it makes so much sense correct yeah. so my only uh, submission here is uh, or or the myth that i want to really debunk is please don't go for 
that all out uh, carpet bombing strategy it's not going to work just focus on one niche focus on that one thing that you want to explore mm-hmm. explore it as much as you can right and and once you've experienced certain results out of it give it time be patient about their business you make sure that you learn your lessons and implement it in yours and then you start seeing things working so then you realize ki ah abhi apne ko chamka yes this is something that we should chase i feel uh this is very important here i mean whatever you do please please explore that one thing completely as much as possible and then move on to the next skill right yeah True. so that's that's one thing that i really wanted to say man ha uh. Yeah, in fact, I I completely agree with you. This, in fact, even I had you know learned is that my wife uh, runs her own blog, and she okay. has to have such a me- such meaningful content on her blog. But huh? the kind of the kind of pace we wanted, the kind of visitors we wanted on the blog were not there. Content-wise, we were we were perfect. What she was writing, what all facts she was including, were all researched, and all original content she was writing she has in the health journal. But somewhere the visitors weren't there, so we really thought of what exactly is not working. and we figured out it was the headlines the headlines were mm. meaty enough uh, that people could actually you know we get glued to the headline and open up the link to read it and mm. that's something which we realized in last 3 months and uh, mm. we just tweaked the way we were writing the headlines and that has really worked wonders now i'm current now projecting almost 300 times uh, the kind of traffic we had earlier which wow. is which is huge wow this that's is superb yeah this is something um, and i have seen more than one person say this and you are not the last person who is who's going to say that man yeah there's so many people have said this and uh, and they have in fact said this uh, the fact that you know david ogilvy said that you know spend uh, if you have 1 dollar spend 95 cents on it on a on a headline he wasn't joking uh, i think headline is what uh, you spend 90% 95% of your efforts in in coming up with because that's the hook right but that is not to say that uh, you know the inside copy or inside uh, blog whatever you've written uh, is not meaningful but i think headline uh, all of us should undergo a course in headline man how to write uh, real good headlines so th- this is another thing correct uh, like what you just now said i want to go deep into the headline thing and i want to research about it this is exactly what i meant mayank uh, i want to figure this out i want to really f- crack this headline thing and then i'll go and do my rest of the blog i think and in fact that will apply to anything that you do it could be a video that you put out it could be yeah. like you and i are doing this podcast the headline for this podcast correct so i think this is very meaningful so in fact this works with the sales pitch as well so i've tried it um in fact i'll, hmm. I'll share hmm. an example with you i used to write emails uh, to my uh, potential uh, you know clients uh, for uh, for cinema advertising and uh, hmm. not really uh, you know you know the customers used to write back to us with their interest but once i tweak the headline uh, and i i can quote hmm. that as uh, the headline uh, was cinema advertising at just uh, rupees 100 nothing else and mm. that that worked i almost got mm. responses oh. <laughs> because people don't realize so yeah. people have a, so advertisers uh, have a have a habit of spending almost uh, you know 4000 to 5000 rupees uh, for 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 multiplex advertising and when you get a certain email mm. which says cinema advertising at just 100 rupees you you know the advertisers are bound to open that email and see what is there inside and if if uh, mm. no, if i emerge as a problem solver for them you uh, know they will get back so that's what i learned now uh, uh, you know the entire uh, no this is a valuable this is so beautiful this is a beautiful golden nugget yeah that you shared very nice yeah yeah i think i think uh, maybe uh, my what 
you can probably do is uh, when you say that you are writing it for the team i think the team will benefit if each one of them becomes a headline champion uh, like yeah. you are a headline yeah. champion now maybe probably uh, if if they can be trained uh, i think you guys are going to really rock if if you know if we get that one aspect right throughout this organization uh, i strongly believe in that one change in the way uh, people work could be sales inside sales outbound calls cold calls and all what not i think this one change can make a huge impact in the way uh, people do their stuff and yeah, yeah i think i think so in fact the body language also see we as a human being are our uh, headline is the body language when mm. we, you know when we reach out to the brands uh, you know and brand heads and the marketing heads mm. they are the one who are basically meeting all kind of people they meeting the offline uh, mediums they meeting the the traditional mediums like cinema correct they also correct. meeting the you know the new age mediums like a hot star and other digital you know publication and what what major difference between you know uh, the traditional uh, you know sellers versus the modern sellers were that their body language was so so confident that we mm. have numbers to prove we have this and that that makes a huge difference so in mm. fact when you go out and talk to people be confident about the numbers you carry along with yourself because mm. that's your specialization that's that's your niche and mm. nobody else can match that and if mm. you will not go ahead and talk to people with that confidence nobody will ever to you and maybe spend money with you and they'll not do any kind of investment the body language mm. needs to match or at least be unique you know versus whoever is coming and meeting those guys if you do that mm-hmm. people will invest in hmm. exactly 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 then again another valuable concept that you just brought in uh, be confident with your numbers uh, in, i'll just end this uh, i just have to answer this one question uh, before we end the answer for this and that is uh, i read this somewhere and for a sales guy mm-hmm. uh, on his resume uh the the mobile numbers are not the only numbers that he should display he should display the targets the the yeah. the reviews that he turned in the leads that he brought in i think those are numbers and and be confident about that uh, wherever you're going and talking be it an interview be it a customer i think this is a very valuable point if you don't live up to it if you don't you know stand up to those numbers and be confident about it the client don't expect the client to be signing up with you yeah True. valuable concept um, yeah If you remember um, that post uh, on the calculations I shared on LinkedIn, yeah, yeah, it was fabulous. How do you yeah. calculate your reach on cinema and how refined is those numbers are for the most traditional medium uh, for advertising? I'm sure 95% of the marketers don't even know this. This exists. They don't really yeah. because these days. Um, all brand managers carry a kra of justifying the numbers in sales digital um, so far helps them save their ass <laughs> hmm. pardon my language hmm. but yes it saves their ass because they have numbers to people have stopped really investing in brand marketing and they only run after performance correct they are comfortable uh, doing uh, proving things where uh, you know uh, that have given them results yeah. but are not explore, uh, brave enough to explore yeah yeah this is this is again yeah great point there yeah but that i love that post huh i think you did a lot of injustice to yourself by putting it in a in a simple linkedin post i probably felt that it deserved a very detailed blog uh, but yeah i, I love that analysis in fact that's what caught me uh, looking into their whole post trying to read it twice tries to figure out if i have made complete sense of it yeah 
thank you so much for that thank you so much <laughs> that's one thing that you need to keep going man yeah, in fact i love your post you the kind of stories you bring in every day every morning the moment i log into linkedin there's a unique story which you which you bring in <laughs> platform which is great <laughs> i try to my uh, whatever i love read, reading is share it uh, i think knowledge is meant to be shared whatever you yeah. know share it let i mean there's nothing that you should you you're not going to carry anything when you go back so leave it everything on the table so so <laughs> i believe in great yeah so a uh, very interesting question i have for you yeah the next one is that if you could step into my shoes mm-hmm. what would you mm-hmm. have asked yourself that i didn't again very interesting question and very difficult one too this time unlike the easier ones that i got last time but uh, <laughs> i think mayank i'll i'll ask uh, if i were mayank i will ask a karthik karthik why did you not learn copywriting i feel as a marketer copywriting is a single most skill that any of us should possess it is not believe me when i say this uh, and i'm saying this on the back of close to 7 years of experience uh, experiencing marketing i i say this because i have lost a lot of battles uh, by not improving this skill and that is the single most skill is copywriting it's about uh, learning how to write effective copy and when you said about your wife's journey with her blog and not being able to point the fact that the headlines weren't good enough yeah. i think uh, i think that's all of it boils down to copywriting uh, if if i could really if it, if there is one skill that i want to learn forever until you know uh, until i live it is copywriting i think copy is in everything that you do yeah. uh, it could be uh, you know writing the ad copy it could be writing a blog it could be bargaining with your child uh, on something <laughs> that she wants <laughs> and if you can somehow get that copy if you can if you can nail that uh, i think there is no amount of uh, reading is enough for, for building that one skill man and i have i have realized it uh, a lot of people have said this and and i think i want to really invest my time in building just a copy so it's not about tools it's not about technology it's not about the wacky websites that you can build it's not nobody is going to read your website until the website copy the copy is is the life is the blood for a website life and blood for a website so that. that's what the, that's what brings a website to life correct so Correct. please please so whoever is who's listening to us uh, i hope uh, people tune in and listen and uh, have a lot of uh, take a lot of value back home please invest in the next uh, copywriting book for yourself please do that so i think that's that's one thing that i want to uh, tell here mayank yeah and people who are listening to this this is these are golden words right <laughs> if you want free ebooks i have lots of them for on copywriting just uh-huh. drop in your email id there and i'll send you all those books i have you know uh, curated so far <laughs> yeah i i will i will do that i need them yeah i, I think that's that's uh, i mean time is never going to be enough but uh, i think we all should do that so i will drop you my email id <laughs> i think you should send them yeah i mean i, I need it yeah for sure I'll yeah know. and that that brings us to the last question uh, for today um mm-hmm. is how is that key of marketing ever evolving and what what keeps it bugging you all the time this is a fantastic question again mayank but see the thing is marketing uh, at the end of the day is about numbers how many leads did you bring or what are the revenues that you influenced and all that so at the end of the day people are going to look at the impact that you are causing so this is something that i realized when i was hosting one of my podcasts and uh, the guest his name is rajesh srinivasan he is a self made man mm-hmm. uh he he used to be uh, selling to the retail stores down south uh, and then he made a career for himself in chennai 
uh, he he told this that you know the until marketing has got an impact until marketing is able to create an impact there's no marketing so he drew upon the examples of uh, mahatma gandhi so he was saying that when mahatma gandhi started the dandi march the dandi satyagraha there were only about 10 or 15 or maybe maximum 50 people with him who started it along from the ashram right. sabarmati ashram right but when he ended the march when he finally you know uh, reached the shores of uh, dandi and then he 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 picked up the salt there there were more than 3000 people there so that's the impact that you know marketing can do the word of mouth thing can do and he drew upon all the all the examples mother teresa so he he was saying that vivekananda swami vivekananda and jesus christ jesus christ just uh, gave his uh, his advice to 12 apostles but christianity is spread throughout the globe no that's the power that's the impact of marketing and this is so deep these are examples that you know you don't have to look or you know you don't have to read or 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 you know you don't have to spend a lot of time figuring these out these are there right in front of you so marketing yeah. is about impact so i always ask myself whatever i'm writing today whatever i'm putting out today is it even if one person calls up and tells me karthik i love reading what you wrote or uh, karthik i loved if there is a message on my linkedin saying that hey i loved your uh, post or or i i i engaged with it i can you tell me more about it i think that makes my day it's not about getting 30000 leads into i always keep telling my team about this don't worry about the 30000 leads that you are going to get into the pipeline they are never going to convert you're right. going to convert those three leads work yeah. on them so i i think it's about the impact of marketing that keeps me going so every time i want to be always always you know uh, working for my customers and and always giving them what they want rather than uh, what i want to give them so i think i think i'll i'll answer it that way mank now oh, that's fantastic and very generous of you to say that only one people you know, one person would engage with you on your content i see <laughs> i see hundreds <laughs> thousands of people engaging with you every day on linkedin <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much. But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think it's about the impact that we cause uh, that we can create. Mind, it's, it's uh, it really build, builds down to that. Otherwise, uh, go back to the to the drawing board, study hard, work hard, figure out what needs to improve, and then we can all start over again. But until you figure out the impact, there's no yeah. marketing. Correct. Yeah, and that keeps me going. That I I want to read more people who are causing impact. I want to read how they are doing their function. How did they do an SEO? Or I, everything is new to me, so I love doing that. Uh, These are now again golden words. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, Mank. Yeah. Yeah. So that basically brings us to the end of the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it was lovely having you with us today, Karthik. And anybody who would listen to today's episode. will definitely introspect and think and have lots and lots of things to learn from you and your life and your story which we are trying to bring um, you know through this podcast i loved uh, speaking with you man uh, i enjoyed this whole session there is so much that i learned from you and you have reinforced the fact uh, so so you notice this right uh, uh, when you narrate a story it sticks better right Uh, when you narrated the story of a real life story of your wife struggling with the uh, headlines it makes me think that you know you know i, I really should uh, take that course up in headlines or i should really study hard for getting my headlines right so i love talking to you uh, i love speaking with you sharing with you my thoughts my experiences and loved learning from you so thank you so much for inviting me uh, pleasure to have hope you have a blast with this uh, with this podcast series hope it reaches many many heights greater heights thank for you thank mank thank you so much thank you so much have a <laughs> great day ahead thank you thank you mank take care and see you soon
So this was Karthik Subramaniam with us on the very first episode of the Marketing Kira podcast. I promise you to bring another superhero for the next week. Don't forget to subscribe and share it with your friends. Take care. Bye bye.